रामाधवा कुंज विहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी गोपी जान बल्लभा गिरिवर गोपी जान बल्लभा गिरिवर जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरा जय राधा माधवा कुंज
जय राधा माधव कुंज जायोंग विष्णुपाद परमहंश परिब्राज कचार्य अष्टोत्तर शतोषी श्रीमाद अभय चरणारु बिंदु भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जाए इस्कॉन फाउंडर अचार्य हिज डिवाइन ग्रेशियल प्रभुपाद की जाए अनंत कोटि वैष्णव रिंद की जाए नामाचार जोशील हरिदास ठाकुर की जाए प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवाशदि गौर भक्त वृंद की जाए श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जाए श्री वृंदावन धाम की जाए श्री मथुरा धाम की जाए श्री जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जाए श्री मायापुर नवद्वीप धाम की जाए गंगा माई की जाए जमुना माई की जाए भक्ति देवी की जाए तुलसी महारानी की जाए हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाए समवेत भक्त वृंद की जाए गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री लप्रभुपाद हरे कृष्णा so did everyone fit in <laughs> like it looks like <laughs> hari krishna <clears throat> om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरचम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्ट प्रायशु अभद्रेशु नितं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी श्रीमद्भागवतम फिफ्थ कैंटो चैप्टर एट character of bharat maharaj the verse that has been written on the board 23 i have already done that day before yesterday so 26 but the verse is very long <laughs> what happened 20 what happened to 24 no verse no purport 25 huh yesterday 24 20 plus 
Okay, 24. Then 5, 8, 23. By mistake. By mistake. Well, anyway, actually these are all prose forms, so I'll just read them through. Huh? I'll just... <coughs> Okay, well, let's go for word by word, meaning, and then I'll read the verse. Evam, Evam in that way, way. aghatamana, impossible to be achieved, manoratha, by desire, which are like mental chariots, akula, aggrieved, ridaya, whose heart Mrigodaraka Abhashena resembling the son of a deer Sa Arabdha Karmana by the bad results of his unseen fruitive actions Jogo Aram Jogo Aram from the activities of yoga performance Bibram Sitaha fallen down Sa He Maharaj Bharat Yoga Tapasaha executing the activities of mystic yoga and austerities Bhagavat Aradhana Lakshana from the activities of devotional service rendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Cha and Katham How Itaratha Else Jati Antare Belonging to a different species of life. To the body of a deer calf. Asangaha. So much affectionate attachment. Shakshan. Directly. Nishreya, nishreya sa to achieve the ultimate goal of life. Pratipakshataya with the quality of being an obstacle. Prak who previously Parittakta given up Dustaja although very difficult to give up. Ridaya Abhijatasya His sons born of his own heart Tasya of him Evam Das Antaraya by that obstacle Bihata obstructed Jogo Arambhanasya whose path of executing the mystic yoga practice. Rajarishi of the great saintly king. Bharatasya of Maharaj Bharat. Tabat 
in that way mrigo arbhaka the son of a deer poshana in maintaining palana in protecting prinana in making happy lalana in fondling anusangena by constant absorption abhiganata abhiganayataha neglecting atmanam his own soul ohi eva like a serpent akhubilam the whole of a mouse durotikramaha unsurpass unsurpassable kalaha ultimate death karala terrible rabhasa having speed apaddata arrived so let me see let read the verse long verse and prose form evam aghatamano manorathakula ridaya mriga daroka bhashena swarabha karmana jogaram jogaram bhannato bibhramsitah sa jogatapaso bhagavat aradhana lakshanach cha katham itarathe jati antare ane anekunukha asanga sakshan nishreyasa nishreyasa pari pratipakshataya prak paritakta dustaja hridayabhijatasya tashaivam antaraya vihata yogarambhanasya rajarshir bharatasya tavan mrigarbhaka poshana palana prinana lalananu sangaina abhiganayata atmanam ohir ivaku bilam duratikramaha kala karala rabhasa apaddata translation by his divine grace la prabhupad sukhdev goswami continued my dear king in this way bharat maharaj was overwhelmed by an uncontrollable desire which was un- which was manifest in the form of a desire for in the form of a deer due to the fruitive results of his past deeds he fell down from mystic yoga austerity and worship of the supreme personality of godhead if it were not due to his past fruitive activity how could he have been attracted to the deer after giving up the association of his own son and family considering them stumbling blocks on the path of spiritual life how could he show such uncontrollable affection for a deer this was definitely due to his past karma the king was so engrossed in petting 
and maintaining the deer that he fell down from his spiritual activities in due course of time unsurmountable death sorry in due course of time insurmountable death which is compared to a venomous snake that enters the hole created by a mouse situate situated itself before him <coughs> okay let's read it also repeat after me please sukadev goswami continued my dear king in this way bharat maharaj was overwhelmed by an uncontrollable desire which was manifest in the form of the deer due to the fruitive results of his past deeds he fell down from the mystic yoga austerity and worship of the supreme personality of godhead if it were not due to his past fruitive activity how could he have been attracted to the deer after giving up the association of his own son and family considering them stumbling blocks on the path of spiritual life how could he show such uncontrollable affection for a deer this was definitely due to his past karma the king was so engrossed in petting and maintaining the deer that he fell down from his spiritual activities in due course of time insurmountable death which is compared to a venomous snake that enters the hole created by a mouse situated itself before him purport by shila prabhupad as will be seen in later verses bharat maharaj at the time of death would be forced to accept the body of a deer due to his attraction for the deer in this regard a question may be raised how can a devotee <coughs> how can a devotee be affected by his past misconduct and vicious activities in brahma samhita 554 it has been it is said karmani nirdahati kintu ch bhakti bhajam for those engaged in devotional service bhakti bhajan the results of past deeds are in indemnified according to this bharat maharaj could not be punished for his past misdeeds the conclusion must be that maharaj bharat purposefully became over addicted to the deer and neglected his spiritual advancement to immediately rectify the mis- rectify his mistakes for a short time he was awarded the body of a deer this was just to increase his desire for mature devotional service 
although bharat maharaj was awarded the body of an animal he did not forget what had previously happened due to his purposeful mistake he was very anxious to get out of his bo- dear body and this indicates that his affection for devotional service was intensified so much so that he was quickly to attain perfection in a brahmana body in the next life it is with this conviction that we declare in our back to godhead magazine the devotees like the goswamis living in the vrindavan living in vrindavan who purposely commit some sinful activity are born in the bodies of dogs monkeys and tortoises in that holy land thus they take on these lower life forms for a short while and after they give up these animal bodies they are again promoted to the spiritual world such punishment is only for a short period and it is not due to past karma it may appear to be due to the past karma but it is offered to rectify the devotee and bringing him to pure devotional service i can see many of many new faces today meaning uh, visiting faces uh, so how many of you know the story of bharat maharaj how many of you do not know the story of bharat maharaj okay okay very good uh, so anyway we can briefly discuss who was bharat maharaj bharat maharaj was the son of king rishavdev <coughs> rishavdev was an incarnation of the supreme personality of godhead rishavdev was the father of 100 children out of them the eldest one was bharat maharaj and then he had nine other sons who are famous as navajogendras nine great yogis kabi habi antariksha etc so bharat maharaj uh, rather rishavdev after uh, handing over the kingdom to bharat maharaj he retired uh, he became uh, banaprasthi and kept on wandering around like a madman so that is a stage a perfected stage of pure devotion which is called uh, perfected stage of pure devotion which is called the abhuta stage or paramahamsa stage rishab they perfectly demonstrated how uh, a paramahamsa behaves he doesn't have any external consciousness and then uh, he bharat maharaj became the king he became the king of the entire earth planet the earth planet was originally known as ilabritavarsha and it is due to bharat maharaj that this planet became known as bharat varsha so <clears throat> so bharat maharaj after uh, ruling for a long long time he left his kingdom 
and he uh, went to the bank of Gandaki river to cultivate Krishna consciousness cultivate his uh, attachment or develop his attachment to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Bharat Maharaj uh, became so advanced that he was feeling transcendental emotions bhava for the Supreme Personality of Godhead but then one day when Bharat Maharaj was meditating on the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead sitting on the bank of the river Gandaki he all of a sudden he heard the roar of a lion the lion when the when the lion roars it sounds like a thunder and then he saw that being afraid of the lion's roaring a dear mother just tried to jump across the river and she fell and she had a miscarriage uh, the child, the baby deer that she was carrying was uh, came out of her womb and she died and that baby deer was being carried away by the stream by the current of the river so seeing that Bharat Maharaj rescued that deer baby deer now uh, Bharat Maharaj naturally uh, started to take care of the deer it's, it was not an easy job uh, the deer's mother just died and it needed so much care and attention so Bharat Maharaj started to take care of the deer and in course of that um, taking care of the baby deer Bharat Maharaj became extremely attached to that deer it started to um, Bharat Maharaj uh, forgot about Krishna forgot about his spiritual activities and he started to think about the deer when the deer grew up and started to roll, started to move around uh, Bharat Maharaj was afraid that oh when the deer didn't come back Bharat Maharaj was afraid what happened what happened to the deer and did some uh, ferocious animal kill the deer and when the deer after came back Bharat Maharaj felt such relief oh my uh, after all the baby is still uh, still alive and <coughs> the last few verses are actually describing how attached Bharat Maharaj became to that deer Bharat Maharaj would prepare for offering making his offering to the Lord uh, on a banana leaf plate and the baby deer uh, that deer would come and would try to bite the leaf plate and as a result of that the offering would become contaminated so Bharat Maharaj would uh, chastise the deer. What are you doing? You spoiled my offering. Uh, 
get out of here. And the baby deer would sit there and Bharat Maharaj would feel that this baby deer is looking like a, a Rishi Kumar <laughs> meditating upon uh, his uh, Brahma Jyoti. <laughs> and then when the deer would go away, uh, after some time the deer would walk away because Bharat Maharaj chastised him. Uh, so Bharat Maharaj would start to feel that, oh, this deer has become so angry with me and it left me. <laughs> and Bharat Maharaj would start to look for the deer. And then Bharat Maharaj would see the footprints of the deers uh, on the earth. And he would think, that the Mother Earth has performed so much austerities that it received <laughs> the marks of its footprints on her. And as a result of that, uh, she has become purified to such an extent that this place has become the place of performing uh, spiritual activities. <laughs> because uh, there is a verse that says that the place where there are footprints of Krishna Sara Mriga, this deer, uh, black spotted deer, uh, that place is suitable for performing spiritual activities. So remembering that verse, Bharat Maharaj would feel that, oh, this Mother Earth is so fortunate. Uh, so this is how Bharat Maharaj became attached to this deer and <clears throat> now Sukadev Goswami is making that point that Bharat Maharaj who gave up everything even his own son it has been described here the son who is born from his heart he gave up that son who was born from his own heart. His family which was so intimate to him, so dear to him. How come Bharat Maharaj became attached to this deer? This, how come it has become so attached to this deer? It must be his uh, past uh, karmic result. So, so in one way uh, we can see how karmic reactions can be uh, binding. How can the karmic reactions tie us down to this material nature? Like after giving up his kingdom, after giving up his family, after giving up everything, <coughs> he goes to the forest and becomes attached uh, to this deer. How is it possible? How could it happen? So, uh, Sukadev Goswami is making the point that this must be karmic reaction. But Prabhupada is making the point here that Krishna actually assured that when one takes to devotional service, then uh, all his karmic reactions are nullified, absorbed. Ahantvang sarvopapi bhyo mokshri shami maasu jaha.
When one takes to Krishna consciousness, then he is free from all his karmic reactions. Then how come uh, for those engaged in devotional service, bhakti bhajana, the results of past deeds are indemnified, nullified. Karmani nirdahati, karmani nirdahati, kintu cha bhakti bhajan. Those who are engaged in devotional service, his karmic reactions gets burnt out. Nirdahati. So if the karmic reactions, kutang bijang, falan mukham, they come in the form of bij, seed. And the, gradually, the uh, seed fructifies the karmic reactions. That's how it happens. First, it is in a kutang stage, in a very, very deep, as if unnoticeable. Uh, you can't figure out how uh, deep it, I mean, it's so deep that we cannot even, we cannot even recognize it, their existence. That is how the karmic reaction stay. But then gradually, kutang stage, it comes to the seed stage, bijam. Then from bija state, it becomes fructified, uh, fallen mukham. So bij, karma, karmic reactions take place due to the seed of karmic reactions, seed of past karma. But nirdahti means burnt out. So when uh, seeds are burnt out or roasted, then there is no possibility of uh, fructifying. Uh, like wheats uh, or sunflower seeds or uh, pumpkin seed. <laughs> if you roast it and then you throw it in the Field will it will the will it germinate? No. So when one takes to Krishna consciousness, that's what happens. That his seeds are nirdahati, roasted. Therefore, there is no possibility of germination. Then why did Bharat Maharaj become subjected? To his karmic reaction, why Sukadev Goswami is considering that it must be due to Bharat Maharaj's past karmic reactions that uh, that it happened. As he is pointing out, uh, if, if it were not due to his past fruitive activity, how could he have been attracted to the deer after giving up the association of his own son and family, considering them? stumbling blocks on the path of spiritual life. How could Bharat Maharaj have such consequence that he would become... Uh, it's actually a totally unthinkable happening. Person who has given up his family, kingdom, everything, how can he become attracted to a deer like that. So, 
Now, that is the point that Sukadeva Goswami mentioned. But Prabhupada is making one point here in his purport. That according, according to this, Bharat Maharaj could not be punished for his past mis- misdeeds. That means there couldn't be any possibility of Bharat Maharaj's becoming subjected to his karmic reactions. The conclusion must be that Maharaj Bharat purposefully became over-addicted to the deer and neglected his spiritual advancement. He purposefully did that. Deliberately he became attached to the deer. Therefore, as a result of that, there was a need for rectification. And the rectification came only for a short while getting a dear body. It is something like uh, as if Krishna just by giving him one dear body burnt out all his karma. Although karmani nirdahati when one takes to devotional service his karmic reactions get uh, indemnified but at the same time uh, Prabhupada pointed out that some re- reactions continue and Prabhupada gives the example of a fan. A fan is moving. Even though you switch off the fan, it keeps on moving for some time. This movement of the fan is a process of coming to a standstill. The fan is coming to a standstill. So <clears throat> that is the that is how we have to understand uh, Bharat Maharaj is getting this dear body. Sometimes uh, Krishna does that, uh, puts him in a situation, and being in that situation, his attraction for Krishna becomes intensified. He laments, "Oh, I made such a mistake." Why did I do that? Uh, when one makes him proper, used to say that to make a mistake is not bad, but not to learn from a mistake is bad. Uh, when you make a mistake, fine, you made a mistake, but learn from that mistake. Uh, a mistake comes as an opportunity to improve, improve our performance. So that is what is... Uh, happening here. Bharat Maharaj, we can see Bharat Maharaj got a dear body uh, but after getting the dear body did he forget about his past? No. He was a Jati smart. He remembered his past. Uh, he remembered what happened and he remembered uh, why he got this dear body. Apparently it's a fall down uh, from such an exalted personality uh, has been born as a deer. So for him it was an obvious degradation, fall down. But the thing is that by getting the deer body, he recognized his mistake very, very intensely. And then his mood was, oh, I'm not going to make the same mistake. That was obvious in the dear body. 
the deer, although he was born as a deer, but he didn't stay with his family. He left his mother, he left his family and went to the hermitage of the saintly person, uh, top of one of the sages. And there he would listen to the, the, the discussions that the, these sages used to have among themselves. Just sit there and quietly listen. And then he gets a birth, a pure devotee. Then he is born as a pure devotee in a Brahmana family. And in that Brahmana family, <coughs> Bharat Maharaj now he learnt his lesson. He doesn't want to develop any attachment. And as a result of that, he started to act like uh, a retarded boy, uh, Gunga. <laughs> he the, can't understand anything, uh, he can't speak, <laughs> he can't, uh, he can't uh, act properly. Why he acted like that? So that no attachment would develop. If the child is very nice and very smart, very intelligent, uh, then everybody becomes so attached and the child also becomes attached to them. So Bharat Maharaj didn't want to take a chance again. <laughs> so this time he is acting like a retarded person. And <clears throat> then, especially after his father's death, his father was very affectionate. Like parents are naturally affectionate to the children and especially when the children are handicapped the parents become even more attached to them so uh, his father was very attached to him and he used to try to teach him for oh, you're a brahmana boy at least learn to meditate on Gayatri Mantra <laughs> take Brahmin Diksha <laughs> but he behaved in such a way as if he can't even pronounce the mantra <laughs> like he would act uh, very good actor he must have been <laughs> and devotee is expert in all arts <laughs> so he acted uh, as if he's a, a perfect retarded person so father gave up <laughs> this boy is hopeless uh, he can't uh, can't Although he is born in a Brahmana family, but I can't give him Brahmin Diksha. And after his father's death, his brothers started to exploit him. His own brothers started to exploit him. They took away his share of the property. And they, seeing that he is so, so stupid, they started to engage him all kinds of hard work and barely would give him some food and sometimes they even got, stopped giving him food they, Bharat Maharaj didn't even Bharat Jar Bharat did not even complain and his neighbors started to take advantage of him oh Bharat khana chahiye ye mere liye kaam kar do ये लकड़ी तोड़ दो फाड़ दो हाँ और सामान वहाँ से यहाँ लाओ 
सो दिस इज हाउ दे स्टार्टेड टू टेक एडवांटेज ऑफ भारत महाराज जस्ट फॉर इन एक्सचेंज ऑफ सम फूड देन समथिंग वेरी वंडरफुल हैपेंड आई थिंक इट वॉज इज ब्रदर्स हु एक्चुअली एंगेज हिम इन गार्डिंग द पैडी फील्ड द फील्ड वेन इट इज टाइम फॉर हार्वेस्टिंग then wild animals come and destroy that that's a possibility therefore uh, somebody has to guard it at night so that the animals don't come and the way they do it is uh, they make some sound uh, like uh, nowadays i have seen in the villages or at least in the past i have seen in the villages they tie a rope with a heavy thing in a tin container and they pull it and it rings like a bell <laughs> so hearing that sound the wild animals run away so parad was guarding the field in that way now in the meantime some dacoits were looking for somebody to offer to kali those dacoits those days used to offer a human being not overly they used to not only just offer animals to kali uh, but they would even offer human beings and they generally do make that offering on a uh, new moon night amavasya night so they made all the preparations for worshiping kali in the middle of the night but the person uh, they caught for giving offering to kali uh, that person disappeared he ran away so now is the time for worship and there is nobody the offering has run away so they started to look for somebody and then they came to that field and they found bharat maharaj uh, <laughs> keeping the animals away from the field guarding the field that way so they thought well uh, this is a good one <laughs> so they caught hold of bharat maharaj and took him to um, the place where they were general the kali worshipers worship kali in the mid of a forest uh, so then nobody can hear the cry of the animal when they offer so they took bharat maharaj <coughs> bathed him nicely and put a, a, a flower garland for kali the garland is made of hibiscus flower the red it's called rakta java uh, hindi mein kya bolte hain java phool bolte hain ha no jafran to franzipani acha lal hota hai na वो फूल भगवान को नहीं देना वो काली का है तो को माला चढ़ाया पुट हिम विद द गार्लैंड ऑफ हाइबिस्कस रेड हाइबिस्कस फ्लावर एंड देन पुट हिम इन द जूपकाष्ट दैट यू शेप्ड वुडन फ्रेम वेयर द नेक इज पुट एंड देन लॉकड इट विथ अनादर रॉड वुडन रॉड इन ऑर्डर टू किल हिम Bharat Maharaj didn't make 
kept in protest. So this is the mood of a devotee. Uh, whatever you do, you do it Krishna. If you want to kill me, kill me. Marobi, Rakhobi, Joichatohara. So his mood is, oh Krishna, you want me to be offered to Kali? Fine. <laughs> he did not complain. He did not resist. And when the Dakwets were about to offer Bharat to Kali, then Kali could not tolerate that. Kali came out of her uh, murti. Uh, that murti split uh, and Kali appeared. And she took the chopper out of that Dakwet's hand. And she started to kill all those Dakwets. So this is how Bharat Maharaj was saved. So this is how we see that no matter how dangerous the situation is, a devotee doesn't resist. A devotee, a surrendered devotee simply depends upon Krishna. And Krishna protects. Time and time again we are seeing this attitude of a devotee. Like Prahlad Maharaj. Uh, did Prahlad Maharaj pray to Krishna? Krishna, Krishna save me? No. Uh, okay, you want to throw me in fire? Fine. Just threw into fire. But the fire became cool for him. Uh, fire didn't burn him. The soldiers of Hiranyakashipu tried to kill him with the weapons. Nothing happened. They put him in the pit of venomous snakes. And the snakes kept on biting. But nothing happened to Prahlad. The snakes started to cry. <coughs> oh, our sacks of poison is empty. Our fangs are all broken. And nothing is happening to the boy. <laughs> so that is how Krishna protects his devotees. Abhushyarokhive Krishna Vishwas Palan Positively Krishna will protect me. That is the mood of a devotee. So here we can see huh, how <coughs> uh, Bharat Maharaj uh, went through different phases of life and then ultimately he became a pure devotee. As Jarabharat he actually is a pure devotee. Although he was pretending to be a retarded individual but actually he was a pure devotee. So that is the story of Bharat Maharaj. And here we can see how Krishna takes care of his devotees. When a devotee surrenders unto himself, unto Krishna, then Krishna actually takes care of him. And the devotee is completely surrendered. You know what is good for me. That is the mood of a devotee. Just like a child knows uh, how his father is going to take care of him, a devotee knows that, that Krishna will take care of him. 
So even if Krishna gives a dear body or uh, another such body, uh, that is for his own benefit. Here we are seeing, as Prabhupada is pointing out, by getting into a dear body, Bharat Maharaj's love for Krishna became even more intensified. And that is the ultimate goal. Kito Janamoho Jathatu Adash. Let me be born even as an insect, Kita, in the association of your devotees. On the other hand, if the life of Brahma is without Krishna consciousness, I don't want that life. So this is how huh, we are seeing how the pure devotees act and from that we learn our lesson. How we learn how we should uh, practice our Krishna consciousness. Thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande Hari. Does anybody have any question? Yes, Pranat Prabhu. You know, like as if by getting a lower birth, he deviated from his spiritual life. But then, after that, he is again reinstated in his spiritual, spiritual situation. Just like Bharat Maharaj apparently got a dear body, but then after that he got a pure devotee's situation. Mm-hmm. Hare Krishna. Yes. <coughs> Yarovarat was careful uh, that he will intend to deliver another stroke. But uh, should we take that type of attitude because we you know chanting is more powerful. So at least he can chant. Well, Yarovarat had to behave like that because Iskon was not there at that time. <laughs> <laughs> if Iskon was there, he would have come and joined Iskon and he would have been happy preaching and <laughs> so it was like he was sara you know he the at- atmosphere there was not conducive for spiritual life he was afraid that family attachment uh, i mean he saw how he became attached to a deer now what to speak of uh, other family members those were blood relations as in that point it has been that the son was born from his own heart as if it's an extension of his own identity he could he considered them to be a stumbling block to his spiritual progress so that's why he was taking that precaution no taking any chance yes who was the spiritual master of Bharat Maharaj? Bharat Maharaj, there is no mention of that here. 
like here anyway uh, there was no mention so I can't say Well, from this anecdote, we can understand at least that after they deviate, their attraction for Krishna consciousness will increase and come back to Iskon again. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is the illusory energy of the Lord. Uh, like, purposefully means, you know, he neglected his spiritual activity for the sake of this deer. He is responsible for that. Mm. He purposefully gave it up. Not spiritual laziness, you know, the Maya's influence is like that. It's very dangerous. Mm. That is why it is always important, it's very important that one stays in association of devotees. When one is alone, one runs the risk of such, uh, such uh, fall down. But when one is in the association of devotees, and he remains favorably disposed to the devotees, then the chances are practically nil. And on the other hand, we can see that in spite of coming to Krishna consciousness, when one deviates, most cases it is due to Vaishnava Aparad. They had the opportunity to be with the devotees, but because they committed offenses to the devotees, he couldn't stay in the association. Yeah, yeah, that is, first of all one must guard himself, that's why we uh, remember those ten offenses to the holy name. One must guard himself from those offenses and then when, even if there is some offenses, then one should actually go to that person and beg forgiveness. Even if the the fall down is is uh, unconscious, <coughs> Deepesh Bagale, Deepesh Baghel, Bangalore, Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavat Pranam. Maharaj, you mentioned about the total dependency of Jarubharat on Lord, even when his life was under threat. So, to what extent we can follow this? Should we do our efforts depending on Lord or depend completely on Lord, your servant? Uh, 
Yeah. So the question is uh, when one is in such a situation whether one should make some effort to rectify the situation depending upon the Lord or one should completely depend upon the Lord without making any effort. Uh, <coughs> Deepak, that will de depend upon your advancement. When one is very, very advanced, then he won't make any effort uh, to, to save himself from that situation. But it should not be done artificially. Like, uh, if one is not that advanced, then yes, uh, he should make some effort to rectify that situation, depending upon the Lord. Praying to the Lord, he should. Like we'll see, uh, like when difficulties come, some people try to rectify that situation. They struggle to rectify that situation. But some other, uh, those who are even more advanced, they will withdraw, uh, thinking, well, that's what Krishna wants, so let it be. Like if Krishna, as I said, marubi rakhubi joichatuhara. That is the mood of a pure devotee. Krishna, you want to kill me as Jarabharat? Krishna, you want me to die? So I am ready. He didn't resist. But again, that shouldn't be done artificially. Artificially in the sense, uh, pretend, oh, I won't make any effort. But then when the difficult situation comes, Oh Krishna, why did you do this to me? <laughs> no. Don't blame Krishna or don't unnecessarily trouble Krishna either. 